0: is stop loss fraud by smart money to trap gullible retail investors and traders well before we can answer that we need to understand what stop loss is so uh, if you ask me i would say that stop loss is like a parachute but a parachute is used by two types of people one who are adrenaline junkies thrill seekers who love this sport called as skydiving and then there are people who travel by aeroplane and they also have the parachutes but just as an emergency requirement a safety precaution should things go bad a parachute will protect them but that is their last resort all right so who would you like to use your parachute as i personally would not want to be one of those skydiving folks you know uh, that is just not the way i'm built Uh, but i would definitely prefer to have a parachute with me every time i'm flying on a jet plane all right so i'm dean and i would be taking you on this journey which will uncover how stop loss actually is a fraud perpetrated by the smart traders to trap the gullible retail traders. So there is more uh, to it, you know, to the stop loss than meets the eye. No matter, you know, no matter what you are led to believe, pick up any, any material on trading and there would be this term stop loss included in it. And it would be suggested for you to have a stop loss Uh, based on various techniques, but whatever it is, I am very certain that it's actually a fraud. It is a fraud the way it is projected in this, you know, world of technical analysis. I mean, stop loss per se is not bad, but how it is projected and how you are made to use the stop loss is what is causing a lot of problems to retail traders. And the reason is the smart money is actually banking on us retail traders on placing their stop loss to protect their positions. Now that might sound a bit, uh, you know, weird that retail trader has to protect his positions and stop loss probably is one of the easiest way. Uh, But these smart traders are actually watching you watching your behavior and they are aware of where you are putting your stop losses and they use something called as a stop hunt to take out your stop losses. Alright. So every time you put in a stop loss, put in a trade and you wonder why every time I'm in a trade, my stop loss gets hit, then please understand that you are part of retail traders and the smart traders are actually gunning for your stops. So why does smart money want to take your stop losses out? Basically there are two objectives they want to accomplish. All right. The first is to trap you into bad positions. All right. And the second is to trap you out of good positions. Let me explain that a bit. How do they trap you into bad positions? Now, if you are trading for a while, you have been in a situation where you are looking for a breakout. The market followed up for a while and then it tanked. Now, if you remember those false breakouts, you know what I'm talking about. You went into a trade when an important reference was taken out. There was an expected breakout. And as soon as you entered the trade, the markets fell back, trapping you into a position which is now underwater. You're making loss on it. That is a back position and how they uh, trap you out of good ones. Now, just imagine this scenario. I'm very sure that you must have gone through this multiple times in your trading career. You go in and you feel that the markets are strong and you buy and you put in a stop loss uh, below an important reference point, a nice visual reference point. And what happens is markets instead of going in your direction, they start approaching the stock. Now you think that, okay, so far the markets were doing so good. And as soon as I have uh, taken my position, the markets are going in the opposite direction. They inch closer towards your stop. Finally, they hit it. And as soon as your stop loss is hit and you're out of your position, the market, you know, just explodes in your original direction. And you are left wondering what the hell did I do wrong? Why does the market always does this to me? Have you been in this kind of situations? both of them. I'm sure you were right because I I for sure have been into these situations and I know how it feels how painful it is. But there is a reason behind what you know why these things keep happening. Right. Let's explore uh, them. Okay, so before we move on to the reasons behind why this kind of actions happen. Uh, Let us first understand a few terms that are necessary. If you are talking about stop loss, If you want to put in a stop loss, you know, or you're facing problems with stop loss. All right. The first is the entry price. Obviously it is the price at which you enter your trade or plan to enter your trade, right? Then there is an exit price. That is the price at which you plan to exit your trade. So let's say if you're buying Nifty at 10,000 or any stock at 10,000 and you plan to exit it at 10,200, then your entry price is 10,000 and your exit price is 10,200. Alright, then comes the capital. It is the total amount of money in your trading account. Then comes the risk per trade. It is the amount of money you're prepared to risk or lose on any single trade. Then there is total risk. It can be defined in multiple ways. It might be uh, the amount of money you are willing to risk on multiple positions all at the same time, or it is the maximum amount of money you, you have, uh, you know, appetite for to lose in a day, in a week, in a month. Depends what you are, uh, you know, what kind of risk you're looking at. Then comes the trigger price. Now trigger price and second one execution price are the two important elements which you need to provide when you want to put in a stop-loss order. Trigger price is the price level which when the market reaches your stop-loss order will be triggered. So in in the above example, you bought something at 10,000, you were planning to exit it at 10,200 and you want to put a stop-loss of 10,100. So as soon as market reaches 10,100, your stop-loss should be hit, right? So 10,100 will be your trigger price. Then comes the execution price. Now, uh, it depends on what kind of a stop-loss order you are putting. If you are putting in a stop-loss market order, then as soon as that 10,100 level is reached, your stop-loss order will be sent to the market and it will be a market order. So no matter what it will get executed at the best possible price, but sometimes you don't want that sometimes you want to exit at a fixed number. so, what you do is let's say your price uh trigger price is ten thousand one hundred only but then you put in a limit uh let's say sell order you were buying so limit sell order at ten thousand eighty so that is some let's say twenty points below your uh uh you know. Uh, trigger price. Now, what happens you, you, you usually do not keep such a big uh, gap between your trigger price and execution price, but for the sake of example, I'm saying that. So what will happen is as soon as the market reaches 10,100, a sell order will be sent to the markets at the price of 10,080. All right. So if the prices are trading, Uh, Above 10,080, then your order will be uh, executed immediately. But if if they are trading below 10,080, like say, if you keep it very close to the trigger price, your trigger price is 10,100 and your execution price, you put it at limit price, you put it at 10,099, just one point below. And if the market gaps through your 10,100 level uh, directly to 10,090, in that case, what will happen is your stop loss will be triggered, but the sell order will not get executed it will still stay in the market at 10099 so the market will have to rise a bit for your order to get executed so it, it always makes sense to put in a stop loss market order if you don't want to be in the position once your stop loss is hit so what happens next okay uh, nothing much basically you you went in and you bought uh, okay your trade is entered Uh, And you put in a stop loss and then you just wait, right? If The market moves in your favor, then you make money. If it does not, if it comes uh, and hits your stop loss, then your capital is protected and you take a pre-decided amount of loss and and everything is fine. All right. So let's move on. Okay. So how the stop loss works. Okay. So here, here is an example I wanted to discuss with you. Let's say uh, you buy a stock at 250 okay stock XYZ at 250 and uh, when it comes to putting your stop-loss it can be one of the following levels let's say assume that the recent swing low for your stock was at 230 and there is an important support which lies at 225 and the next level of support is at 220 okay and If you are tracking the average to range, that is the average daily movement of the stock. Let's say it is at 7.5 rupees and you plan to keep your stop loss at twice the average range. So you just want to keep a volatility stop, right? Uh, That you do not want to be thrown out of your positions by the uh, daily uh, normal average, uh, you know, range average movement throughout the day. So what you do is you put in a stop loss at twice your ATR. So if the average two range is seven point five for the stock X Y Z, then the two ATR will be fifteen points. Okay. So now let's just recap. You buy a stock at two fifty. You can place your stop loss at recent swing low that is at two thirty, a recent support that is at two twenty five. Just beyond the recent support, okay, that is at two twenty, or you can put in a stop loss using the twice ATR rule. And uh, that is say 15 points of your buy level, all right. So, what that comes around 235. So, basically, what we have here is that uh, different traders will choose to place their stops at different levels ranging from 220 to 235, all right. So, that is a range where a lot of stops will get accumulated. Right. And if at all the market starts hitting one of those, uh, you know, uh, references, like say it hits 235, uh, all those stops will get executed. Right. And a lot of selling will come into the market that can take it to 230 where another level of stops will get executed. And again, selling comes in that will take it to 225. That will Again, stop loss comes in, uh, selling comes in and it will take it to finally to 220. So this is called as the firecracker effect or you know, cascade of stop loss orders getting hit, right? And that, that sometimes gives a very sharp move in a very small time. <coughs> Excuse me. So that is how, you know, different traders think and put their stop loss. And that is, uh, you know, uh, why the smart money wants to hit your stop loss. Okay. And why is it that? Because uh, when they see that okay, there there is this cluster of you know uh, zone that is say 222 to two thirty five on your stock, where a lot of stop losses might be uh, you know put by the trader. So what it basically means is that if you were buying, there are a lot of sell orders that are pending at that zone of two twenty two to thirty five. Now imagine if the smart money wants to buy, they need a lot of liquidity, right? So what they will do is that they'll uh, sell, uh, you know, uh, that stock, they'll create some selling pressure in the stock so that it starts and it moves towards 235 and it hits that first level. Okay. At the same time, what they will do is they'll put in a lot of limit by orders, uh, you know, more than what they have sold initially to move the prices down just in that zone of 222, 235. So what happens is as soon as these uh, firecrackers, uh, effect starts taking place, one after another the stop losses are getting hit. Uh, All the sell orders are coming into the market and who are uh, taking the other side of those sell orders? Those are the smart traders. Now, sometimes this may backfire on them. Uh, The market may just keep going down and they might get stuck in their position. But again, we know that uh, by definition, the smart money has very deep pockets. And they can average out their positions. They can hold on to their losing positions much longer than a retail trader can. Makes sense. So that is how you know the smart money is just waiting. You know, is just waiting to buy all these uh, all this supply created by your stop-loss orders, right? And they have every intention of hitting all such zones. So it, uh, if if you are a retail trader still it might be a good idea to start looking out for such uh, zones where the stop losses might be clustered. Right. So uh, is, is, is there a way, you know, for a retail trader to fight this? Definitely there is. And uh, we can do something uh, to stop this from uh, happening. All right. And again, remember, this is just a nature of the market. So all uh, things that can be done is to be done by you. okay? You cannot control the markets. This is how the mechanism works and, but you can always control your own behavior, where you put your stop loss, and that is what is going to save you from these predatory behaviors of the smart money. All right. Okay. So you have to follow these steps. Okay. The first and foremost, based on your analysis, whatever method you're using, find out a level. Okay. So let's say if you're buying at 250, you have to find the level below the market. Okay. Uh, if the price is reach there, then you should not have any doubt that your original analysis has been invalidated. So what that means is that if you're thinking of buying and let's say you find out that 215 is the level, which if reached will mean that my analysis is completely wrong. So you have to find out that invalidation reference, right? You have to find that level. Okay, so let me give you an example. Okay, uh, let's say uh, you want to buy a stock, and the stock is trading at 1000 uh, rupees, right? And the price where your analysis gets invalidated is let's say 50 points away, so it lies at 950. So if you buy at 1000 and if the stock reaches uh, 950, it means that your analysis is totally wrong. So, how much? How, how much quantity you can buy? How many shares you can buy? It is very simple. Uh, if you decide to risk, say, a thousand bucks on this trade, all right, and uh, your stop loss is uh, 50 points, so you just divide that thousand by 50, and you can then buy a maximum of 20 shares. So the amount of shares you can buy will depend on your invalidation level. All right, so let's move on. Thirdly, what you do is you place your stop-loss 50 points away uh, or below your entry price, right? And uh, should that level come, it will tell you that your whole premise, your analysis, uh, whatever your setup, your trading is being invalidated and it's no longer in force and uh, you have to get out of the markets, right? And lastly, you make sure that The thousand points that you are risking is a minuscule percentage of your total trading capital, right? So let's say you're risking thousand points and you have, uh, let's say, uh, 10,000 rupees in your account. What does that mean? It means that you're risking 10% of your total trading capital. So on every trade, if you go on risking 10%, you know that you will run out of capital very soon. Let's say you have 100,000 rupees in your account, then it will represent 1% of your capital. If you have 500,000 in your account, that is five lakh rupees, then thousand rupees stop loss. will just mean that you will lose 0.2% of your capital on every trade. What that means is that you can be wrong on 400 trades And you will still be, you know, you will have to basically take 400 wrong decisions on the trot to lose all your capital. That is a lot. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Your first line of defense. Always remember that your first line of defense is your position sizing stop loss. Now, what do I mean by that is? is the maximum amount you are willing to risk on each trade and that should lie beyond your technical analysis stop loss. So if your technical analysis stop loss is at 950, right? in the earlier example we saw that we were willing to risk 1000 rupees and we were uh, allowed to buy 20 shares, I would suggest you buy only 10 shares. What will happen in that case, the markets can move against you by 100 points and you will still be in your position sizing uh, rules. But your invalidation point lies only 50 points away. So by the time your stop loss is hit, your position sizing algorithm will still be well within your limits. That is the only way you survive this highly competitive game. You put in your position sizing stop loss well beyond your technical stop loss. All right. So, uh, as I said, I mean, that is the only way you can protect your capital. All right. Every time you put in your stop loss at a technical level, what will happen is that uh, if the markets are not going to obey uh, your analysis, they will always get hit and you will always lose the maximum amount they were willing to lose on a trade. But if you keep your technical stop losses within your position sizing stop loss or in other words, if you uh, only buy that much quantity, which will put your stop loss well beyond your invalidation point, then you will lose less and less every time you are wrong. And if the trade works out, you stand to make good profit, right? That is the only way you can survive in this highly competitive game. Okay. So if if you find this content useful, please share it with your friends and colleagues. You know, uh, if you want to ask me any questions, if you have any doubts on whatever material we have covered, then uh, please remember that I am listening. Okay. You can put in your comments below and and I will uh, reply uh, to them as soon as possible. Right. And lastly, you subscribe to my channel. You know, so that every time I put in a new video, a new podcast, uh, you will get intimated and you won't miss out on any of my future content. So, thank you. You can find more of uh, such cool stuff at uh, www.deanmarketprofile.com. Thank you for listening.